0: Is it. All right, guys. Uh, this is uh, Heads Up Sports again. We're going to talk fantasy football this week uh, because that's what Andrew and I do every year. And the last couple of years, we've been in the same fantasy league. We've been in the same fantasy league before, which is cool. Um, so we're going to talk a couple of things. We're going to talk about fantasy trades. We're going to talk about how the fantasy's going. We're going to talk about our own teams. We're going to talk about what we expected. At the beginning of the season and how things have turned out. Um, We're going to talk about our strategies for fantasy football. So I changed my strategy up a little bit this year. I went with that running backs first sort of thing. And I took Gurley with my first pick. I had, bear in mind, I had the ninth pick, I think, out of ten players. So I took Gurley... Came back around, and I took Cook. But I had great picks. Gurley hasn't turned out to be that good. Maybe his knee's still bothering him. Yeah, definitely. Um, Andy was saying the O-line's not quite as good. It's hard to tell because it's West Coast O-line. And it's hard to watch their games. Whit- uh, Whitworth is 37 years old. Um, I can't even tell you who their center is, and the center is the the uh, the anchor of the O-line. And And... It's the most underappreciated position in football is center. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. um, I can tell you right now, in my opinion, the best center in the league is uh, Max Unger. Who does he play for? New Orleans Saints. All right. Yeah, absolutely. And New Orleans is a team that... They're definitely an elite team. They've got some major injury bugs this year. And they're still doing great. Wait till they're healthy. And they will... Dominate the NFC. Alvin um, Kamara is playing this week. Is he? He is. Okay. So, I, like I said, I took Gurley in my first pick. I took um, Cook with my second pick for the Vikings, which was a great pick. Yes. I'm a Vikings fan. Um, I knew that he would be great. He's had a, a very tough couple of years being hurt, having a horrible offensive line. Um, you know it's it's tough that way so but I thought that he would be good this year I thought he would bounce back I thought bringing Klein in bringing Bradbury in would be good things and it has been so uh, good picks there and then I took Kittle with my third pick he's had an unfortunate he's been playing hurt almost all year you're right he has been and he's still he's gonna miss this year so sit him this week sit him he is he is I've heard that already too um, so I've got Hawkinson as my other tight end. Oh, no. Against the Bears. Oh, he's going to destroy the Bears. So I'm not sure, really sure what I'm going to do there. Play Hawkinson. Hawkinson will beat up on the Bears. I think that I'm going to play Hawkinson. Yep. I've already thought Absolutely. of it. I think that I am. Because their linebackers, they blitz. Yep. Right? They blitz and they if block you, the runs. So if you I do think the tight that, end screen seven times a game, yeah. I I think Hawkinson can at least get 50 yards. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe a touchdown. Because He will, for sure. Stafford is playing great. Stafford's so good. He is playing great. He's the most underrated quarterback, at least this year. Most years. Uh, I'm a uh, Vikings fan, and obviously the Lions are in my division, and I hate the Lions, and I hate the Packers, and I hate (laughs) the Bears. um, But Stafford... He's a great quarterback. Respect, you R E C E C E P. He's a great quarterback. So, yeah, so then... um, I had the gross misfortune of missing the first four, five rounds of our draft. Yeah, you got Gordon. So I got auto-drafted. I got auto-drafted Le'Veon Bell, who I never would have taken because the Jets O-line is a dumpster fire. (laughs) And that's being kind. Yep. And I got Melvin Gordon, who missed the first five games. And you knew he was going to miss them? And I knew he was going to miss them. And I never would have drafted him. And I got Odell Beckham Jr., who, who I would have taken. But, but At the not begin- with my second overall pick. Second? Maybe not. Maybe not. On a team um, like Cleveland, everyone said, oh my God, Cleveland's going to be so good this year. Compared to what? I was on that train. I remember fantasy time. I wasn't feeling it. Picking, to, you know, good on you, man. Because fantasy picking time before the season, I was all over Cleveland. I yeah. thought they'd be great. Yeah, I wanted Baker. I wanted Odell. I wanted Chubb. I wanted all those guys, yeah. and I got none of them because everybody else obviously was on that too. Yeah, and you know, thank God I didn't get them right now. Yeah, would have could have have, right. Yeah, so, but at the time, by the time I wanted them too. So that being said. Before the season started, my preseason Super Bowl hopefuls, and it's still hopeful in the yep. AFC, I was really feeling the Houston Texans. Yeah, Really feeling them. Yep. Real good offense, decent O-line. No good, running game, though. Good enough running game. Even with Miller before he got hurt, I didn't think That's so. What I was going to say, good enough running game. Carlos Hyde is good enough. Eh. Duke Johnson, good enough. Yeah. Good receivers. Before JJ J. Watt went down, I felt yeah. the defense was good enough. I was really feeling Houston. I'm really ho- hoping that those New England Devils wouldn't do anything, but they they just they, they for whatever reason they can never do anything yeah. wrong, can they? Oh. In the NFC, I got to say I don't care what Anybody's record says, I don't well, care what anybody says about football and schedules and records, I'm still feeling the Minnesota Vikings, they have a complete team. I don't care if they're a wild card team, I really feel that that complete team, once they put it all together, once they really start believing each other, which they already do, I really feel that the Minnesota Vikings can really pull together and make it to the Super Bowl. I would hope so. And... With me being a huge Vikings fan, ever since I've started watching football, I've always been a Vikings fan. And when, when my, friends, my friends know that I'm huge into football, and I know a lot about football, and I'm pretty good at picking picks, when they say, hey, George, what do you think about Minnesota KC this week? And I'm like, you know what? Don't ask me about Minnesota games because I'm so biased. And my bias is usually negative. And it sounds terrible, but my, my friend, well, Terry asked me, said, Hey, what do you think about Minnesota KC this week? And I was like, you know what? They're terrible on grass. They're terrible outside. They're terrible. Well, they're not terrible, but they're not so good on the road. I definitely wouldn't take Minnesota over KC. So. Terry Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately I was right and she probably did got you that watch game. that game? I no, I didn't. I still have it on my PV. I was home. working. If so. you have time you should come and watch it. The Vikings played a really good game. I followed it. You know what happened in that game? Um it looked like bad what's, calls. What's, no no no, 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 in no. The game. No, I will tell you there are three things that happened in that game that Kansas City won. So um what's the super fast guy's name? Hill. Hill. Hill caught a touchdown pass Saw that it. nobody in the NFL had a right to catch. Yeah. <laughs> that was a ridiculous catch. Yep. Good on him. Props. Obviously, unreal. Obviously Vikings fans Sammy would say Hill, that Waynes blew the coverage. Because Vikings fans are idiots. Deion Sanders could have been on that coverage. Yep. That was an insane throw and an insane catch. Yeah. that I just... There's no other words. It was yeah. a great play, indefensible, touchdown. Yeah, nothing anybody could do. But Sammy Watkins had two insane plays that the defense was perfect on. Yeah, that fingertip catches. Mm-hmm. It, like who knew his arms were that long? Right. Down at the grass. Like yeah. that, how did he catch that? It, it is not humanly possible to make the plays. Those three plays that those two wide receivers made. And if it wasn't for those three plays that those two wide receivers made, mm-hmm. Vikings would have won that game. Really? I guarantee it. Because I watched the whole game. You know a Vikings fan? Oh, offensive. Oh, Pat Elfline, Pat Elfline. Pat Elfline had four bad plays in that game. Yep. And that's the worst I've seen him play. Other than that, he is one of the best run-blocking offensive linemen in the league. His His anchor in his pass game... Is suspect okay. sometimes, but their offensive line was good. Um, Cousins was not good <laughs> when Cousins had, but when, at when the same Cousins time. had like a metronome of time, yep, he was missing wide open. Okay, players. okay, well, that's good but to know because Watkins with his two amazing plays yep. and Hill with his amazing play. Yep. And then that the running play. You know who missed on that that long run? No, I don't. The was hit it man. Harrison? Harrison missed no he whiffed. He totally whiffed That's on that. That's my play. boy. Yeah. And but Kendrick's missed him too though. Kendrick's was Was he blocked? The, Kendrick's was on the other side of the play. He was oh, not the other play. Oh man. For Kendrick's and Harrison's Harrison, Smith, Harrison totally whiffed on That's that. That's my play. boy. Yeah. But and then um nobody could catch up. But still like at the same time um people are saying people this is what so I'm a Vikings fan. I follow Vikings pages on Facebook and Twitter and whatever. Vikings fans, well, they're just like typical fans. They're not smart. So Vikings fans hate hate cousins over anybody else. They also hate F Elfline and they hate Rhodes right now. So and I, I go on there and I defend players that I feel should be defended. And I defended Cousins, even though I am falling, I am very, very shortly refusing to defend Cousins. But he's been playing well lately. And he threw, was it three touchdown passes? Um, got sacked once and no turnovers. And he was bad, though. He if, really was. I didn't see the game. I didn't yeah. see the game, but he had he had good stats. He was bad with his overthrows. That's and, the thing. He overthrew a lot. Okay, and uh, like I said, I didn't see that. But with those stats as a quarterback, with the defense that he has, those, his stats, you know, I think it was 202 yards. Um, those should be good enough stats to win as a quarterback. Can I get a timeout here? bell.ca if you are listening you should make it so that on PVR you can send a PVR <laughs> whatever uh, anything someone PVRs you should make it so you can send it to someone else because I would love to send this game to you to let you watch it yeah. and enjoy it because it yeah. is a great game beginning to yeah. end it is such a back and forth game there are mistakes made on both sides there are amazing plays made on oh, both of course. sides and um Rhodes, is definitely getting a re- is a ridiculously unearned amount of hate this year. He is not playing as bad mm-hmm. as people are saying. Yeah. It's not even close. You but, hear all, the- oh my god, Rhodes got burned. Oh my god, Rhodes got, got burned. And you watch it and you think, who get wouldn't burned, have gotten though. burned on but, that play? But Rhodes doesn't get burned. Wayne's got burned a lot. I saw that oh, Wayne's geez. got burned, but so, but Rhodes doesn't get burned no his player may get a first down he may get a 12 yard catch and get a first down but Rhodes is right there for the tackle done yeah right Rhodes does not get burned you don't see a guy getting a 60 yard play on Rhodes you don't see a guy getting a touchdown on Rhodes not often right Rhodes is still maybe not top Top five anymore he I'd say top 10 top 12 yeah I'd say Rhodes is still a top ten quarterback. I agree with that, for sure. Um, he's playing great. He's, you know, maybe not. Oh, excuse me, not quite as tight as he was three years ago, but way better than he's given credit for. Who is way that? Better. Who is that Jets running back that was the best? Running back? Island Revis. Island Revis. Oh, the quarterback. Yeah, Revis. You know what, eventually he wasn't the best anymore, right? Yeah. Like, you can't stay on the, Deion Sanders wasn't the best for, you right. know, he was the best for maybe three years. Absolutely. That's the thing with corners, is is you can't stay Yeah, yeah you have there. like a four-year window tops. Like, best DB I've ever seen was Charles Woodson. Richard Sherman. Aeneas Williams. Um, Aeneas Williams. Yeah. You know what? This could be another show of just DBs that we could talk about because, yeah, Charles Woodson, one of the best cornerbacks of all time, moved to free safety, one of the best free safeties of all time. Best DBs. Best DBs. Oh, man, this is, that could be another show. And that should be another show because. We should just do a show per position. Oh, man. DBs, though, DBs is my favorite position. the, The Vikings are a solid team across the board. Antoine Winfield. His kid is playing lights out for the Minnesota Gophers right now. Really? Lights out. Antoine Winfield. So good. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. Not this year because he's not eligible. Next year, first-round draft pick. Wow. Antoine Winfield Jr. Really? Yep. Man, he was great. He was a big guy. How big is this kid? Same. Like 5'10". It's like same guy. Same person. Same individual. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Unreal. So Minnesota Golden Gophers. Watch them. Antoine Winfield Jr. Okay, that's cool. So let's move on to... Um, we're both in the same fantasy league this year. And we just got into an argument with the whole league, pretty much, because of trades, Right? So all season long, we've got a few guys in the league that just... Propose ridiculous trades. And they'll make it sound good because they'll offer us three players. So they'll offer three players who are pretty much undrafted players that were just picked up for two of our best players. And they maybe they honestly think it's a good trade. Maybe they think that we're stupid and we'll just take it. I don't know. But um let me give you an example. Um, I was offered well, I was offered a, a smaller trade and it was I was offered Kirk Cousins for George Kittle recently. Come on. Yep. Now and, to preface this trade in our league, the guy who has Kirk Cousins right now already has two other quarterbacks. Yeah. How he ended up with three quarterbacks who knows? in one fantasy league is is a fantasy disaster. This guy deserves to have his fantasy credentials taken away from him. But to why he would think that I would accept that trade when I've got Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. And yeah, he's got to buy this week, but you can always pick up, a, I picked up... I picked up Goff for the week, which is fine. I picked up Carr. He got me, what, 11 points? Not horrible Whatever But here's the thing That you mentioned to me before So I have the third best quarterback In the league Yeah absolutely But you mentioned to me before Like when these guys They offer their Three for two trades The third player Offered in the trade And sometimes even The second player That's available in yep. the trade You're going to end up Ditching them anyways Because you, you have don't to. have A roster spot for them you, you have to exactly. end up Cutting them from your yep. team anyways So what's the point making these trades yep. So anyways Here's the trade That was offered to me Mm-hmm. From George Which is cool So he offers me straight up Hang on, hang on Let's go back to the first trade that we had Oh my god First which of all would have benefited me Yep Greatly Yep And I got chastised for accepting this trade Big time So go ahead I don't remember the exact So um, It was You offered me Gordon Gordon and OBJ Gordon and OBJ. And this was when Gordon was holding out. Yep. And he said, I am not playing. Yep. Gordon and OBJ. For Sanu. For Sanu and... uh, Was it Gurley? And Gurley, yeah. Who had the wrecked up knee at the time. Yeah. So, and at the time, I thought, you know, it was a fair trade. I thought so too. Gordon, who may not play this year... That was a huge risk for me to accept that trade, yeah. and then OBJ, who, at the time everybody you thought, thought Cleveland, Cleveland would be great, I season. thought yeah. Cleveland would be great. I thought OBJ would have a great year. I thought Baker would have a great yeah. year. I thought it would be good. It was two um, weeks into the season. It was a couple of weeks into the season, and then Sanu, like, who knew Atlanta would be this bad? Yeah, and then trade him a couple of weeks into, the season. and then, and look what he just did. He yeah. just caught ten passes for like. 97 yards and a touchdown And Brady was looking for him But the guys in the league Complained to the commissioner The commissioner sent me a really disgusting email Saying what are you doing You're causing me this grief because it's, it's coercion It's yep. coercion And It's not coercion cool. it's, it's a fair trade yeah. How is this not a fair trade Yeah. And we had to decline the trade Now recently in the last week George sent me a trade. Um, Williams from Green Bay, straight up for um for Gordon. Yeah, for Melvin Gordon from San Diego. And this was before he had a good game. Yeah. Same thing happens. Oh my god, it was coercion, you guys are blah, blah, blah. But here's the realistic thing, and this is this is Williams what I, has ninety four points. Gordon had like 57, fifty seven. Fifty two. Fifty yeah. okay. two of whatever. So here's the thing, and this is what I said in the email when everybody said, you guys are stupid, what are you doing? I said, this is two running backs that are both in a running back by committee team that Mm -hmm. are both on pass-happy teams. Exactly. And Gordon had Eckler, who's having a fantastic season. Yeah. Without Gordon being there. Yeah. And then a couple of guys from the league are like, oh, "What fantasy league are you living in?" said, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Look at the stats. I mean, yeah. anyways, so then I uh. I stepped in and I said, and I put a, a message on the Facebook page and I said, um, "So all I'm off, I'm offered ridiculously lopsided trades all year from the, from these guys." which what we discussed earlier like 3 for 2 like 3 of their undrafted guys for 2 of my best guys and I remember getting a draft for and I don't remember who the players were because I just rejected it but it was 3 undrafted players for Cook and for Kittle or for Cook and for Watson or for Cook it's always Cook yeah and um I don't know what no matter what they're just stupid trades And I say, so I get offered these ridiculous trades all year long, and then I have a trade that I like and I accept it, but it gets rejected by the commissioner. So what is the point of having trades as an option? Exactly. And I said that on there, and then it turned into a big kerfuffle, and the commissioner said... You know, hey, everybody, vote on this trade and everything like that. Which and is it, stupid. And I piped up and I said, you know what, dude, I don't want you to go through this trouble. Like, you've got a life. I get that you're you're pissed off because of the the you know the league's too much work for you. Don't worry about it. And he said, you know what, don't worry about it. We're going to do the vote. So then I was like, okay, fine. So then we did the vote, and I voted and I voted yes, and I'm sure Andy voted yes. I voted yes. yes. And the and the trade went through. So. <laughs> Obviously, some most guys voted yes, so now I've got Gordon and much ado about nothing. Also, because I've got three wins and you've got what two wins, it doesn't matter. But it it, even if we were both like if you were seven and zero and I was six and one, say, and I still accepted the trade, it it doesn't matter. What our records are. It yeah. doesn't matter what our playoff positions are. Yeah. I felt the trade was acceptable, and you yep. proposed the trade to me. Yeah, And I felt the trade was yeah, acceptable sure. because, like I said, it's two running backs that are in running back by committee yep. on pass-happy teams. Yep. What's the big deal? And Williams is catching touchdowns. Anyways. Like, the last three years, ru- the last three years, sorry, last three weeks, and I'm not 100% certain on this, but I know this week and the week before – Rodgers has thrown him a touchdown. So, yeah, he doesn't get stupid yards because they've got Jones, and Jones gets stupid yards. But he's still good for, like, 12 points a, a week. Yeah. And that's what he's been getting. Yeah. He's been getting about 30 rushing yards, 30 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown, yeah. which is good enough for 12, 13 points. I think and so. And he's got, to think, like, 94 points right now. I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Rant done for our fantasy league. Yeah. We should talk about football proper. (laughs) But I'm sure all of you, you know, listeners who are in a fantasy league have the same kind of thing. You're frustrated with some something, so this is that's just our our like like you said, our rant done. So But um Yeah, what are we looking at halfway through the season? Vikings play in Dallas this week. That's going to be such a good game. Sunday nighter, and I can watch it. So. Such a good Tomorrow game. Tomorrow night. It's in Dallas. Yes. But here's the thing. It's <laughs> in Dallas, sure, yeah, whatever. But it's it's a dome game. It's an indoor game. It's two indoor teams yep. playing against each yep. other. Two teams are very, very evenly matched. This is going to come down to which quarterback has the biggest cajones. Yep. Period. Except and Thielen's not playing, which hurts a bit. It does. It does hurt. Josh Doxson's back. Okay. Is he really? He is. Oh, I didn't know He's that. He's available. Oh, I didn't know that. Is yep. he playing? He is. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good to know. And Johnson's playing well. And, um. Yeah, B.C. Johnson. Johnson and. Two good um, running backs and a damn good fullback. And Rudolph's playing well. Fullback renaissance. <laughs> John Allstott. You're in good hands with Allstott if you're listening. Thank you. And uh yeah, Johnson's Johnson's receiving oh, passes and Paul Treadwell Rudolph. Treadwell caught some passes last Trudewell, week. yeah. He caught for like Lots I think fifty five yards. Yep. And um um Irv Smith Jr. is the the uh well. the, the Vikings offensive line is better than advertised. That's yeah, the, all I'm gonna say yes, they are. And I'm not gonna get into Vikings fans again, but Every time an offensive lineman either gets a hold or somebody gets by them, whether they get a sack or not, Vikings fans want that guy cut. And mostly it's F line. Oh my god, that guy got around F line. Did he get did Cousins get sacked? Well no, but he got around him. He should be cut. <laughs> yeah. You know how All many right. times Tyron Smith should be cut then from yeah. the Dallas Cowboys? like yeah. 700 exactly so you know what sometimes sometimes offensive plays are designed and I'm not saying this is a lot for every offensive one. sometimes an offensive play is designed for the offensive lineman to allow the player to get past them after two seconds 100% absolutely and more often than you're saying, because how many times is F line gonna give a little tap yeah. and then run out for a screen yeah. pass yeah. or for you know a short pass yeah. or for anything? Yeah. And what what most uh, what most football fans don't realize is I've got to tap you and kind of still stay there because if I run too quickly, I'm gonna get a penalty. For a legal man downfield. Yep. Right? So, or even in pass pro, when you engage your man and you have good position. Yep. And you're holding that for two and a half, three seconds. Yep. Which is a lot harder than anybody thinks. Oh, absolutely. And in your mind, given the play call, your quarterback should be behind and to the right of you. Yep. And all of a sudden, the guy you're engaging is moving in the direction to behind and to the left of yep. you. You're like, "What the hell? Why am I defending yep. him this way?" Yep, you're screwed already. Yep. Your quarterback has put you in a position where you can't defend the player that's in front of and you. And another thing that's with Cousins, not always on O line. Another thing with Cousins, and like I said, I've de- been defending Cousins ever since he got there because I agreed with the signing of Cousins. And I thought that his contract was pretty good, and I believed in Cousins. But Cousins takes his snap and he goes back, but he doesn't bounce back into the pocket. That's right. Like, like when you see, it? What's the word that we call it? Manipulate Brady's, the pocket. Yep, Brady's great at it. Um, Peyton Manning was great at it. Um, what? Just I'll tell you right now. I was watching the LSU-Alabama game. Okay. And you know who is good at manipulating the pocket? Joe Burrow. That guy manipulated the pocket like crazy today, and Alabama paid the price. Drew Brees is Drew great at it. Oh, my God, Drew Brees. But you take the snap, and you take a couple of steps back, yeah. and you wait two seconds maybe, and then you bounce back into yeah. the pocket again, and then Pretty you make steps. your throw. You know who else? And cousins doesn't do it. You know who else is... Good at that, a lot of the time, but not good at not enough of the time. Matt Ryan can be really good. Yes, at that. you're right. He does. But other times he just loses himself and he forgets where he is. And I think that's what Cousins does too. Yeah, is he bounces back and you see it? He yeah. can bounce back into that pocket, but he doesn't. He mm-hmm. goes one way or the other. Yeah, and. The last few, you know what? The last four weeks, he's been good. He's not and getting that's sacked. That's where line gets in trouble. Is when right when and, Cousins becomes indecisive and, and line gets in and trouble. And it doesn't matter how good of an offensive lineman you are, if your if your quarterback bounces back like that and then kind of floats out to the side, there's nothing you can do. You can't. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And you're you're. Your D linemen, they're just yeah. too athletic. They're too strong. Yeah. They're too good. So, they're going if to – if I'm pushing inside and my quarterback's running outside, it's just too easy for my defensive linemen to push me and run out. So here's the too question. Easy. Is a, a five-yard holding penalty better than an eight-yard sack? It's a 10-yard holding penalty, but either way. Yeah. So there you go. So we're at thirty minutes here, so we could probably keep going on, but we should probably stop it here. Um man, I don't I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface with this one. No. We gotta but, do another uh, one soon, but Yeah, we definitely will. That was a good I still one. like the Vikings even with Kirk Cousins. I'm still feeling Vikings Texans. Yep. Even though I feel like both will end up being wild card if, teams. If they can stay oh yeah, Vikings will definitely be a wild card. I, I I didn't think Green Bay would be this good. But they are. Defense is playing great. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. That defense is playing way better than I thought they would. But yeah, so let's uh cut it here now and we'll pick up again sometime soon. Thank Thanks. you.